accounting pros, why do we dismiss each other's services to sell our own? Why don't we put each other down instead of just making our own the value it should be? Let's talk about it. Welcome to the Refined Podcast with Amber Anderson, where wedding planners like you come to be encouraged and challenged through radical honesty, tough love, and brilliant ideas. As a former personal trainer turned wedding planner and now educator, Amber is known for helping wedding planners grow through her no BS yet considerate and thoughtful approach. The Refined Podcast tackles the issues you think about but fear bringing up, all with Amber's trademark sass and wit. So as you listen, be sure to hit that subscribe button, making sure you never miss that one little nugget that could change it all for you. Hi, Refiners. Welcome back to another episode of the Refine Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a semi-hot topic, perhaps. I don't know. I recently asked the Refine community, what are some things that you want to hear me talk about on the podcast? And this came up. And I think it's a good conversation to have. So I really don't have, you know, a thorough outline per se for this. So we're just gonna have some real talk, some tough love, and hopefully some encouragement in here because I don't want anyone to feel in trouble so much as I just think there might be some mindset shifting that could happen. I do think that there are some humans out here in our industry that are just mean and rude and callous and do put each other down okay so like stop (laughs) why stop being so nasty I just why ethics matter y'all but for the rest of us that maybe you're doing some of this without really realizing we're doing it let's let's see what we can do to shift that okay my message to the nasty ones is to just freaking stop but I do think that there's some things we can talk about here why does this happen? But first off, what exactly am I talking about? I'm talking the example that was given by the person that asked if we could talk about this was, you know, um, a photographer saying that stationery gets trashed or that flowers die, thinking that it'll convince a couple to spend more money on a photo package. Okay. So I'm not putting photographers down by any means. I'm just using this particular example. Okay. Why is why does this kind of stuff happen? I think you know, basic human psychology would first identify insecurities, right? Or just, you know, a lack of sales skills that could otherwise, you know, close the deal without having to go that direction, right? So I think just learning better sales tactics is a good start. And obviously, Alan Berg, Maria Baer, like they are those are our sales friends. Go learn what you can from those educators and speakers and mentors, okay? They're going to walk you through ways to to sell with confidence and ways to sell your value and paint the picture for them in a way that like you don't have to talk about anyone else's product offering or service, right? Okay? So I think that's kind of the base start of it. We could probably really dive into why a lot more, but let's keep moving. Like I said a second ago, ethics matter, okay? And I think those of us that can focus on ourselves and what we're doing and not have to, you know, point to what others are doing or not doing or or whatnot really do shine, okay? So I'm not saying that it's bad to leverage a conversation 
on like selling against something, right? Like it's not bad. That's not bad ethics so much as like the way you do that, the way you talk about it really does matter. And the optics of that better, there's just better optics with that and better optics always win. Okay. So when you talk in a way that's like, Hey, this, this gets trashed or this will die. What I hear is I am better than, and they are lesser than. Does that make sense? No one has said that explicitly. It just has the vibe. Are we even, are we saying vibe anymore? Is that word just like, does that date me? Does that make me, does that age me? I don't know. I said vibe. I'm saying vibe. It just has that, it just drips with lesser than to me. It's just a little snobby. Maybe it's maybe not snobby is the right word, but that feels maybe too harsh, but it just feels unnecessary. Unnecessary is a great word. It feels unnecessary. So let's try to sh- let's try to trim out the unnecessary in our sales tactics. I just there's no reason for it. So what is a better path? I think first we need to consider as far as mindset goes that we don't get to decide someone else's priorities. Okay, so when we're talking to our couples, we are asking questions and we're listening and we're painting the picture. We're reflecting it back on them, okay? We're not, you know, feeding them ideas of what their vision and priority should be, right? We're expanding on it. We're developing it. We're helping it, you know, we're putting legs to it. That is absolutely our job as a creative professional. But it's not our job to come in and say, oh no, your priority should be this. And and, and no one's necessarily saying in that example, no one is saying that photography should be your priority. What is happening here is a manipulative statement of like stationary, it gets trash and flowers die. So therefore your conclusion as a smart human, dear client, is that photography is more important, right? So like, just think through how all that stuff comes across. Again, this is not a shot on photographers, no pun intended, but I do think that it just, this the sentence is an easy sentence to use an example so again apologies there but yeah I think that it's also really important that we really educate ourselves on the value of our peers so something that you know when I was in the thick of this that was really important to me was and we don't have a lot of time for this right now so you have to find other ways and I'll provide suggestions on that in a second but was to to go to like take vendors to lunch and pay for it and ask, what do you need? Tell me about this. You know, I saw this at a wedding once with a videographer and it kind of rubbed me wrong. I want to hear your take on why that would happen. Surely there's something here for me to learn. There, there had to be a reason for that. And the videographer has two ways to respond. They can respond with the education I need to better understand and feel less frustrated, or they can respond with, oh, no, 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 videographers shouldn't, they, we, that's not standard, like, and then I now know what to better expect, and, you know, conversations I can have in the future with videographers, and so all of those things are so helpful, and they love to be heard, and, and, and they want these questions to be asked of them, they want us to be able to better understand their services so that we can educate our couples because that's where I'm going next. We need to educate our couples on that value too. Okay. So I think 
we can educate. I, I think I think we have a unique position here to really encourage small business in our communities and support small businesses by educating couples around what some of that stuff means, like what that value is. Because it's not, I think we have these like, we're in these sales calls and we like fear, like they, they talk about what their budget is and what their priorities are, what they want to spend money on. And we have all these fears of like, okay, okay, okay. Like I've got to get front and center a priority, right? But like with proper education, their priorities and their financial comfort zones expand quite often, right? So that doesn't mean that we're like cutting someone else out so much as we're creating space and room for expansion. And that should always be the goal, right? That helps our economy that, um, and we're not, we're not duping them out of anything. We're not manipulating them out of money that they otherwise wouldn't spend. Like this is something they generally want to do because they've had now the proper education, right? So I think if we can educate our couples on on the value of things, that goes a long way. And some of that stuff expands our portfolios. So like back to our example of saying stationery gets trash and flowers die. Well, like, okay, dear photographer in this particular sentence, what are you taking pictures of for your portfolio, right? Like those things matter to all of us as wedding pros. Okay, I think when we're selling our offering and, and comparing um, the spend on something else, yours should have value that stands alone without putting others in the conversation, without bringing others into the conversation, right? Like there's no need to talk about the stationery and the, and the flowers because I'm the badass photographer that you can't live without. Like end of story, that's all there is to it. I don't, you don't need to talk about anybody else, right? Think of it that way, like jump into that mindset and, and understand your differentiators. And it can't be, you know, I, I, I tell this to planners all the time. I think, I think we need to pull off of, you know, I provide stress-free, streamlined, whatever. It's like, cool. So like, that's just an obvious statement. That's a, that's an accidental and, you know, obvious core value. Okay. Clients don't need that in front of them. If I go to a bank and they say, we provide trusted, secure service, it's like, well, yeah, you should. I hope I can trust you. I hope it's secure. So I don't. that's not what I need to be told. I need to be told more. I need to understand further why they are different, right? So identify those key differentiators and, and, and give your clients value without having to bring others into it, okay? And if you do bring others into it, because I'm not saying that's a sales tactic that has to be eliminated, but there's a way to do it, okay? You're going to, again, educate. You're going to provide pros and cons. So I said both, right? Like not just the cons, but also the pros because couples really value honesty. And I can't tell you how many couples would book me and then after the fact, tell me, you know, I really appreciated that you were so honest about these things and you respected my level of intelligence to make a right the right decision for me with the education and information, right? Like you provided me the resources I needed. I then went and made my educated decision. And I really appreciate that you respected me in that way. And it created a lot of trust for me. And they often talk about how they appreciate that, like, I speak highly of others, even my competitors, 
And that goes a long way. And I'm telling you, this also attracts really good clients because when you can talk highly of your competitors and that be appreciated, you're probably talking to another quality human, right? So like attract people in that way, right? So yeah, my brain just went 12 different directions on all the ways we could go further with that. But take that, digest it, absorb it, apply it, okay? I think also it's really helpful if you could just find a hole that's not being offered or a way to complement what others are already doing, right? It doesn't mean that we can't have 12 people doing the same thing. It just means that like, again, how is yours different and how can you complement what others are already doing? Because saturation does make it harder, right? I mean, just facts of the matter. I'm not, you know, but we all have a right to it. It's not like we can't, you know, offer similar things or the same things, but yeah, you're going to be more successful if you can find a hole or compliment what others are already doing. Or, you know, as a photographer that talks about the trashed stationery and the dead flowers, like, well, what is something that you as a photographer can do to like enhance those two things and compliment them and, and whatnot, okay? I think bottom line, let's wrap up with this. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. Like, just don't. And again, I think that there's, I mean, if all you can hear in this is, if all you hear in this are the selfish sound bites of like, oh, well, I can leverage this. I think quite a lot of people, <laughs> I'll call this out to you for a second. I think a lot of people have jumped on the inclusion bandwagon for the sake of sales instead of actually like doing the work. So, you know, if I can get you to jump on this bandwagon for the way it benefits you, then fine and fair. But I hope that this does create a little bit of a mindset shift and creates a little bit more selflessness among us as wedding pro peers. And sometimes it just takes practice before that actually clicks for our minds. And so I'm encouraging you to go do that. Go practice this. Go be better humans. And don't feel bad if you're doing this and not realizing it or, you know, don't have bad intentions. It just, this is kind of how you've operated, but do challenge yourself to change. Okay. And then again, for the nasty humans out there that are doing this to be nasty, just freaking stop. Golly, there is no, like, yeah, no, just stop. <laughs> All right. I hope this was helpful. Like, share, leave a review, tell your friends and send us a DM if you have any questions or follow-ups or things you want to add. All right. Talk to you later.